Hey, chiropractors and marketers. We are ready for another modern chiropractic marketing show with Dr. Kevin Christie, where we discuss the latest in marketing strategies, content marketing, direct response marketing, and business development with some of the leading experts in the industry. Welcome. This is your host, Dr. Kevin Christie, for another episode of the Modern Chiropractic Marketing Show. Today, I got an interview with Dr. David Wiedemeyer. I really enjoyed this episode. I consider him a, a friend and someone that I rely heavily on in my practice for foot and ankle stuff and orthotics. And so I wanted to have him on to dive into not only just orthotics, but the foot and ankle, how to position yourself as a foot and ankle expert in your community. It's really a whole world that's out there for you potentially to have new patients. And so we dove into that. And this episode actually I found very interesting because we looked at it from two perspectives. One was you as the audience member and how to grow your expertise in that uh, kind of sub niche and then also where the orthotics play a role in that and um, having a podorthos and you'll hear that word in this episode and really dive into that. But then we also broke down what David's trying to do for chiropractors and how he can make his systems good and really just kind of dove into that side of things. So it's a little bit of B2B, uh, like business to business marketing, and it's also B2C, business to consumer marketing. And so you'll see both aspects of that in this episode. And I have no doubts you'll enjoy it. We have nice uh, kind of wide ranging conversation about those two things. So before we dive into that, let's go into our win. Uh, Last week, we had our annual traction meeting uh, for my office in in Boca Raton, we we do this quarterly, but then at the beginning of the year, it's got a little bit more of a annual feel to it. Like kind of review 2018, plan 2019. We spent three hours doing this, ordered lunch, and really got clear on our goals for the year, and then broke it down into what our uh, rocks will be for the quarter. If you haven't read the book Traction, I highly recommend it. It's by Gino Wickman. And it's about the EOS, the Entrepreneur Operating System. And it really does a good job of breaking that down. And then they on on their website, they and you can find this all in the book. You can Google Traction, but they have a lot of the downloadable tools you can use. Uh, I've been fortunate enough to not only read the book, learn a lot about it, been implementing it, but also heard one of the co-authors of the second book speak to us. uh, And he is one of the main people behind the EOS. So I saw him speak live in Chicago and he gave us these unique workbooks and stuff. So it was really good. And we did that. We're we're really clear on our goals for 2019 and this first quarter. So that was a big win. Um, Obstacle in my practice is right now is merchant processing. Switch merchant processors, try to get a little more affordable trying to cancel the other one, kind of getting double charged here and there. But the moral of the story is, is definitely look at your merchant processing. Um, it gets gets a little crazy where we're spending, you know, over a thousand dollars a month in merchant processing fees. Obviously we're a little more cash practice based and we, um, we've got uh, two practices and stuff like that. So it gets a little higher than what maybe some of you would, but it's still, you know, it can be expensive. So make sure you're getting the best deal on your merchant processing. And right now I'm trying to sort through that. So it's a little bit of an obstacle. And then our Facebook post highlight, it's kind of on that same theme as far as the meetings. Someone posted about having a daily team huddle type of thing. And I found that interesting. There was some good comments on there. It's something that I'm going to talk with my team on. Our We have a weekly team meeting, which is on Thursday. So I'm going to bring that up with them on that day. And 
see, you know, is this something we want to do? Just meet for five minutes, go over the schedule. Okay. Little things, uh, set some goals, like let's get two Google reviews today, or, um, this patient here needs to be reevaluated. And this is something that's weird going on with this patient or unique. And so, you know, just trying to like get a five minute meeting going to start the day, not a, not a rah, rah and all that type of meeting, but just to dive into what our goals are for that shift. So, uh, that is, that was the Facebook post. Um, that is the win obstacle and post of the uh, week. This is my interview with Dr. David Wiedemeyer. Hope you enjoy it. Talk to you next week. David Wiedemeyer, how are you doing today? Thank you for being on the show. You and I obviously converse and talk a lot. Recently, we've been discussing a lot about the orthotics and we've fully implemented it into my, my practice down here in South Florida. Tell our audience a little bit about yourself, both uh, personally and professionally, and we'll get into it. Oh, great. Thank you for having me on your uh, podcast, Kevin. And it's been a pleasure to work with you and your office, who are very on the ball, by the way. <laughs> uh, I mean, actually spurned me to come up with a sheet that helps your staff or you, the doctor, in the process. But me personally, chiropractor of almost uh, practicing almost two decades, and I retired in January of this year. Uh, last year, excuse me, 2018. Been a full year now. It's unbelievable. I always had a, a dream to pursue a lab, orthotic lab for chiropractors and to do it a little differently. And that's what I'm doing. Bottom line, years ago, I got fascinated with foot problems. I had my own and I'd been to providers and had orthotics made and tried different things. And, and it was through my own research and tinkering that uh, I help myself overcome those problems and start to understand the foot and ankle. And it led into a, a very intense interest in the, the field. I knew that podiatrists did this. I, I don't think at the time I'd ever heard of an orthotist or a pet orthist, which I'm a certified pet orthist, and we'll go into that. But I started becoming a durable medical equipment supplier, DME supplier for Medicare. And I would see Medicare diabetics and fit them for, they get to benefit a special type of depth shoe that allows orthotics. And they're really protective, the orthotic that they get. They're, they're a softer material that uh, reduces friction and lessens the possibility of um, callus or things like that, because in a diabetic population, they don't heal well. And so callus and, and any kind of injury or insult or cut can become very uh, pernicious thing to them. So I, I got into that and got more and more away from the day-to-day -day chiropractic. I was very much invested in workers' compensation, and workers' comp in California took a huge hit in 2004, 2005. The laws changed. So I saw, you know, I had a lot of my eggs in that basket, and my income just went downhill overnight with one piece of legislation. So crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think you heard in another podcast, yeah. it was a very difficult time. Anyway, I morphed into this new thing and I also did a lot of what we call gauntlet AFO braces, which, you know, if you look at an orthotic, it's in shoe underneath the foot, an AFO would be a device that extended and came up around the ankle or up the shin six to eight to 12 inches and uh, limited motion for various things we won't go into today. And between those two, I 
ended up gaining the trust of a lot of orthopedic doctors and podiatrists who didn't dispense this type of thing. They would send it to an orthotist. Well, now they had me, the local pet orthist, who's good at this. And it became a very lucrative and fulfilling business for me and got my name out there. And then loosely in 2013, I decided to help a couple of friends out that wanted to private label orthotics and opened a lab, but wasn't open to doctors or really uh, just making their devices and kind of doing it on the side. And, and then I thought, you know, why not chiropractic? Chiropractors have the requisite knowledge as far as anatomy, physiology, et cetera. They just haven't been specifically trained for this like they do didactically for podiatrists, for orthotists. I'll just call them the trained professions, podiatrists, or podiatrists, orthotists, and pet orthists. And led to a point where I was getting more and more chiropractors. And so I started a division of that lab that is called Solutions, S-O-L-E, Lucian's Lab. Now I'm full-time trying to help our colleagues, you know, you went through the process. Maybe you can say something. Yeah, absolutely. So it's a li- it's, I think it's a little different than what we are used to as far as a product. You know, I'd like you to say something because you went through the process. You actually talked to me back at Forward KC in June and showed a lot of interest. And we've got you going now. So, mm-hmm. yeah, whatever. absolutely. Yeah, I'm a firsthand experience with it. You and I have talked about it, but a little bit of my background was um, my ex was a podiatrist. She was a surgical podiatrist, but also heavily trained in biomechanics. She was an athletic trainer prior to that really into gait analysis and and everything. And so I was uh, fortunate enough to learn a lot from her. And I've always been interested in the foot and ankle. And I've always, really, I've got a lot of patients. I get a lot of new patients with foot and ankle issues. I've enjoyed that work. Um, I always shied away from orthotics because of mainly just some of the reputation of some of the other providers out there as far as orthotic providers or even historically chiropractors and even podiatrists, in my opinion, would prescribe orthotics for all the wrong reasons. And so I kind of stayed away from that and I had linked up with a pet orthist through my ex. And so I did have a good relationship. And so when I saw someone that needed it, I did have a good referral for them. And, and I knew the types of patients that needed it. I wish I had a solution for him in-house. Podorthus that I did have contact with before was way further south because I moved my practice up in north part of South Florida and Palm Beach County. So that connection was kind of gone and I just never found someone. And over the last few years, I really just kept on hitting my head against the wall when I'd get some of these patients in where I knew a good orthotic would benefit them. Uh, you know, The treatment I was giving them was giving them relief, but was I doing anything for them long-term? And I felt like I knew enough to jump into it with you on it. Um, And then the closed Facebook group you have, there's trainings there. Even if you're a chiropractor that's not fully confident with the the foot ankle, it's all there. And and the system that you have is great because now we can outsource a lot of that, right? Like we can do the eval that you have videos on and we obviously can do uh, take pictures of the foot and ankle, do the casting that you have videos on how to do it, get it to you and then have that. Now I, I have that trusted pedor- pedorthus that I didn't have before. And so I'm, I'm excited 
that that's part of my practice because I'm looking at it from the lens of, I treat a lot of active people. I treat a lot of runners and golfers, just you name it. And I treat a lot of foot and ankle issues. And there's this kind of like percentage of that population that really needs that orthotic. And now I can offer them to them. So my, my intentions of it was to solve that versus the, I think the, the wrong intentions some chiropractors and podiatrists have is that it's solely going to be done for money. And then every patient that comes in is going to get scanned and then be recommended an orthotic. I don't want that to be that. It's going to be the select patients that need it. And, and so I'm excited about that. Yeah. I mean, I remember I'd never met you prior to Forward KC, and I'm going to mention it because I know that you and uh, one, of, one other really prominent chiropractor sat me down after my breakout. The way you guys expressed interest was, you know, it was kind of overwhelming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I, I knew that if it excited me back in the day, I felt that there were enough chiropractors out there and a certain part of the market would be interested in doing it the way that I did it, which was this. A lot of times, I think it's presented as a product rather than a process, which is something that I quote all the time. For me, as a pet orthist, I would get scripts from orthopedic surgeons based on need, on necessity. So maybe looking at it, this isn't something that you scan every patient for. Not everyone needs a custom orthotic. A lot of a lot of the people that I saw, I was able to get them into just a, a good over-the-counter and a better shoe, and they were happy. So that was part of the eval process and something that I'm hoping to impart to all of you, give you more and more knowledge or the knowledge that I have that I was taught and make the process of that make sense and be able to fit with your ethics and how you practice. So the bottom line, the interest that you guys showed me made me think about this and how I need to really push harder and get it out there and that there's a big market out there of chiropractors who think like you do, you guys did, Mm -hmm. where, hey, if this makes sense, now the problem is this. There's a little bit of learning involved. There's a little bit of training. And I didn't want to start a lab and just sell you plastic or, or composite materials. I wanted you guys to become really good practitioners. But the hard part and the challenge was until I can get to, you know, I'll be offering courses, intensive two-day courses, maybe later on a pedorthic certification. I actually talked to the president of one of the big colleges and he was interested in sponsoring that. So more on that later, but the bottom line in the immediate time, I decided that, you know what, if you make yourself accessible, if you quit your practice and just help these doctors out every day, make it reasonable, make it as turnkey as possible. You can help them help their patients and grow and you can do it the way that you want, which is really ethically Mm -hmm. and remove some of that, what you said, uh, some of the bad, um, what's the word I'm looking for here? The stigma, you know, stigma, great word. Yeah. And, and you see it, unfortunately you see it in, in all professions. You see it in podiatry, you see it in a lot of them. Now, most orthotists and pet orthists, we work off off of a referral and a prescription a lot of times. So for me, it was a little different. I was getting these sent to me, not just my regular chiropractic patients. And that was the bulk of what I did. But if my my patients, I did look, and before I became a pet orthos and garnered these referrals, I mean, I, I was getting 20 to 30 referrals a month. So you can do the math on that with what I charge for orthotics. It was on its own, pretty lucrative. 
I don't expect that you guys right away are going to be like that. But look, I do know this, and it's probably something I shouldn't even say, but I, I think that sometimes these orthopedists are more favorable towards if you have a chiropractor that has great knowledge of this and is ethical, would refer to you more often than they will podiatrists because they kind of sometimes are at odds with podiatrists. They it's are. A different, it's a, they do the same work, but it's a different field. Yeah. And uh, they see them as competition. They do surgery. So it was a very solid backdoor into getting the trust of these foot and ankle specialist orthos. And then they would start asking me about chiropractic because they trusted me. They knew I was you know, someone that they could place their trust in and send their patient to and get what they needed ethically mm-hmm. as far as chiropractic. So that's another good point. This just helps segue and help your equity with these doctors. Absolutely. And I, I kind of wanted to break this down into, into two angles. One being, you kind of mentioned the process, but also the process for the chiropractor. And then the second part will be the process for the chiropractor and the patient. So the first one I mean is like, you and I are planning on having a discussion soon this month about how how you can get what you do out more to chiropractors and obviously make the chiropractor's life a lot easier with this uh, orthotics process. Mm-hmm. We've right. talked about that. And, that. and one of the things that I've kind of thought about and, and I've mentioned to you is how do you become the source of education for the chiropractors? Like how do you teach them all the different assessments that they need to do and how to really evaluate a foot and ankle and really diagnose things and understand the different biomechanics of it? Because it is tricky. It's not easy. Right. And so I think that's what I'm excited about, like helping you out a little bit is, is developing that streamlined process and some kind of online forum and academy where they can look at solutions and you as like, okay, that's where I'm going to go to learn everything about the foot and ankle and when or when not to have the, the orthotics. Do you have any, any feedback on that? Oh, probably quite a bit. And I'm learning. I am, you know, face it. I was a clinician for 20 years. I'm learning this process, but you, of all the people out there, I would say you're the one that's kind of got me thinking in terms of how to produce this, how, how to, how to get it out there. And so what I came up with is, and I'm not a guy that produces videos or understands marketing like you do. Mm-hmm. Marketing's an absolute necessity and there's no shame in marketing and sharing when you have something of value. Correct. So what I'll do in this year, this year, 2019 now, we're at the beginning is probably get, as we plan to do with a couple of other chiropractors in their state, get CE offerings and do an intensive one-day seminar, one or, excuse me, probably day, day and a half, uh, 12-hour, and really introduce them to the, the beginning, the, the process. And in the meantime, putting that process to a degree, getting it on the website, revamping the website, and the private forum that is on Facebook, Solutions Orthotic Lab Discussion Group, and in groups like the FTCA and EBC, these groups that are geared towards more evidence-based chiropractors. But I think the big thing is I had to come to the conclusion that you have to give your time to these guys. And let's not charge them for it. Let's just be there. 
So the bottom line, I get you set up and it took a little bit because we're still tinkering and tweaking and you're helping me with that. But the bottom line is you were able to take a list that I gave of the most basic things that you provide me, which includes evaluating, you know, the shape of the foot, the function of the foot through gait, through standing and off weight bearing relationships like the rear foot to the forefoot in an unweighted foot and then weighted or weight bearing, which we call looking at heel varus and valgus, which we call RCSP or whatever. So you're learning all these terms. You're learning it as a podiatrist would learn it. You'll have equal value and skill, hopefully when I get done with you and, and you should be very confident. So in the meantime, I, I, the process that you understand that your listeners probably haven't been exposed to yet is we have a very succinct sheet of ex- the examination, what we need. They upload pictures, a gate video, et cetera, to Google Drive and share it with me. They send me the cast and the exam sheet filled out in the mail. We consult with you. Mm-hmm. So right now you're getting consulting for free. I'm, and I don't ever want to charge for that. I think it's part of the process and the learning process. And then we'll have more uh, uh, involved, obviously, the, the, the coursework, which I plan on making very, very, you know, orthotics 101, very uh, turnkey, uh, learnable, uh, bite-sized chunks of things that you can learn. Mm-hmm. So when you go in that room with a patient, you're pretty confident. And then you go, hey, you know what? there's something new. Uh, maybe this is posterior tibial tendon dysfunction and I know how to recognize it, but I don't know what to do. Let me contact Dr. Wiedemeyer. And then I will consult with you on it and how we would modify that orthotic shell, maybe their treatment and get you thinking about the rehab to go along with that. I'm pretty good at that, but I never did it. I always referred it out and just provided the orthotics. But, uh, you know, the bottom line, I hope that answers your question. I mean, I'm going to take it from the very beginning and try to make it as palatable and understandable, you know, something that I think's always been confusing to chiropractors because no one shared it with you. That's it. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's when I kind of assess the situation with what you're doing for chiropractors. And I actually just sent out an email to my chiropractors and the title was, you know, what's the basically the best way to decrease the cost of your marketing. And I answered it three ways. One was be a great doctor. Two is have a great support staff and business operations. And three was focus on the patient slash customer experience. Because if you can if you can just hit home runs with those three things, you don't have to spend as much money on marketing and Facebook ads and all that stuff because it's going to just drive the word of mouth and the referrals and the, and the loyalty, right? Mm-hmm. That's almost the same thing with what you can do as far as for chiropractors. Like if you got such a, you know, you, you turn these, these chiropractors into great foot and ankle doctors, you have a really good support staff to where your the consultations with you are smooth and streamlined. And then the experience of getting onboarded, right? Like from zero to 60, as far as, okay, I'm not offering orthotics in my practice. And then now I am, if that process for you can be super smooth, me as the customer, because I'm your customer in that regard, that's a great experience. And so now I'm going to feel really confident in doing this. I'm not going to be overwhelmed because early on, I was a little overwhelmed with getting the whole thing done. But if that can all be streamlined. I sense that. Yeah. Because, you know, as a business owner, you know, we have a lot of things going on and it took us a little bit to, to really get it going. And my, I have a really good support staff and, and they did a lot of it. 
But if it can be just completely streamlined, and so essentially your your operations are on point, then that's going to really kind of take care of a lot of the marketing that you do or do not have to do. And then once you go, you do go to market and you do promote it in FTCA more or EBC and you you develop a kind of a learning academy and things like that, it's going to be adding good marketing onto great operations. Because one of the worst things you can do is add good marketing to bad operations, right? And I'm not right. and I'm not saying you have bad operations. I'm just saying that happens a lot in businesses. And so we want to streamline that. And then part of that training is to teach chiropractors how they can streamline it in their clinic with these patients and getting them from not having orthotics to having orthotics a few weeks later. And how can that be really smooth? And that's what we've been working on. And then we conveyed some of the things to you uh, back and forth. Yeah. And I think my relationship with you is, you know, very fortuitous because this is your skill. This is what you're really good at, what you help chiropractors with. And Thank you. it's what I need help with. I'm not a salesman. I'm not, you know, I'm the, the head of the company. The company's very small. Basically, it's me fronting all this. I don't have a support staff. I have people that manufacture, but we don't talk every day. I'm not in there grinding orthotics every day, although I can if I had to. So now I'm the business end of this and I'm a guy in an open sea of water learning from you. So it's been a great, for me, a great relationship and learning process because most of the time I, and I'm in your group, your modern marketing group, which I get these tidbits and I'm like, I wish I had this when I was a chiropractor. Yeah, it's a good group for sure. I was not a great marketer of my business. I was really lucky that I just used my brain as far as Hey, you know, where are all the patients? They're, they're with the physicians, even low back pain. They're going to the ER. They're going here and there. They're not seeking me out first. They're seeking me out last. But if I had had Kevin Christie and, you know, I think I put you at the top of the list. I know you the best, but some of I pick up these tidbits and this marketing. It's got me thinking differently. And of course I want to market my, my lab and make it successful. But more than anything, I want to do it, obviously, in a way that I can look back on it and say, you know, you did this 180 degrees different than most of the marketing and what I see in the orthotic industry, which is just sell a device. Yeah. You know, stand on the platform. Oh, this will this will help you with your back pain, which has some truth to it, but it's not the intent of an orthotic. And, you know, that's a whole other subject maybe you want to go into briefly or something, or w- what is it for as opposed to what we were, you know, there's one big brand, we won't mention names, because um, that that wouldn't be proper. (laughs) But they market a certain way. And it always disturbed me because it's all about profit. Yeah. And I think profit's great. And we all want to be profitable. But can you be do things correctly and use orthotics in the fashion that they were meant to be used and profit and sleep at night? Yeah, so they're an example of where they have to spend just like insane amounts of money on on marketing and sponsoring clinics and chiropractic schools and all that because they're not doing what I think you should do. I mean, obviously, one is have a, a viable product, but <laughs> two is that's why I like content marketing so much, which is basically education-based marketing because that is where you build that brand loyalty and you build that know, like, and trust to where whether it's you for chiropractors or chiropractors in the community, 
if you imagine if you became the source of turning chiropractors into foot and ankle experts, who do you think they're going to turn to to order orthotics from? Right, right. You, right. So, like, let's take it to the next step. Like, as the chiropractor, if you have really good education and you really teach your community about the foot and ankle stuff and ways they can consume it and digest it and apply it in their own lives, and you discuss the foot and ankle and evaluate it, and you're shooting videos and you're sending out emails and you're doing all these different things to educate on foot and ankle health or whatever it may be. Imagine who do you think they're going to come see? for foot and ankle issues. And then they come in in your practice. And if it falls into a category where, yeah, they need an orthotic, they're going to trust you on doing that. They're not going to feel like you're just putting everybody in an orthotic because you put them through a process of education where they now trust you and look at you as that great doctor, that expert in this. And now you've got like, at least, I'm just going to speak for myself. Now I feel like I've got a team around me to where we do a lot of content marketing in the community. People come in. So an example, I, when we finally launched the orthotics through your program, I sent out an email. I mentioned that we were aligning with a certified pet orthist, even named your name and talked about why I picked you and kind of told a story around that. And um, that first week we had two people come in and, and buy orthotics. So we made you know close to $800 off of an email, right? So that's not too bad. That's not too shabby it just kind of shows to where you can educate and do all that. And then now you've got something that's going to benefit your community and you're not having to run like thousands of dollars of, of ads and, and things like that to do it. So that's why I think it's important for that content marketing and that education on either end of it, whether it's the chiropractor trying to learn what you're doing and how to examine the foot and ankle, or if it's the chiropractor trying to educate the community, the community on the importance of it. Well, and I think that's what you saw or the potential and the benefit that you saw when you sat in on my breakout, because I think probably you and, and, you know, 30 other people in the room were skeptical. And I even had that verbalized to me and then had this other practitioner who's got a huge practice basically say, I was very skeptical of the content of your talk until I heard it. You know, I always say that I'm intuitive about things and not necessarily knowing exactly what I'm doing at the moment. But it was always my idea that if you presented even to a patient, not just, you know, my clients, you doctors, but to a patient, hey, this is this is what I see and educating them a bit on their options. I think that, you know, I can do this, this and this and help you at this timing of gate and it will reduce the pain in your foot and blah, blah, blah. So when we did that, that talk, I think that that's when the light bulb went off for you. And although I don't know the discrete terms that you use in the terminal, I'm learning it. From yeah. You. yeah. And it's so I'm learning at the same time. And most people who own a business don't talk as frankly about that like I am. I'm learning as I go. I'm always open to learning new things. The knowledge that I have obviously is there and set and I can share. I think it's like you said, it's marketable. It's something that doctors want and probably have never seen. And so I'm really excited to see you know, where this goes. But it's funny that the steps that I've taken, and, I'll, and we're improving upon them all the time to help doctors to make this more streamlined and more of more value to them. I think that you do these things with chiropractors already, and there's, there's terminology for it. I just am learning it 
right now for the first time through you. <laughs> and it's exciting as heck because this is how I wanted to do it. And it's kind of all falling in place. So, you know, I talked to you about it. We got you going. Your staff's emailing me going, hey, is there a sheet? Hey, why didn't I think of that? Put the sheet <laughs> together and they look at you got a great staff. Uh, I do I, actually. I, yes. I think that's why like the support system in a chiropractic clinic is is huge. Let me dissect the forward KC thing a bit for the audience and a little bit for you too. You know, there was, yeah, there was 30 something people in the room. It was an evidence-based or evidence-informed crowd. So these are good science-based, evidence-based chiropractors that are looking. They're going to tend to be pretty skeptical, right? And what you did when you were in there is you showed that you knew what you were talking about versus you didn't come, you don't come off as like salesy and pitchy. You came across as you were just trying to educate us on the foot and ankle and people realize like, wow, this guy knows what he's talking about. So for that type of crowd, you always have to know your audience. And for that type of crowd, that's what sells us, right? Versus other orthotics companies or other types of providers and chiropractors are only thinking of, of money. They aren't going to be as interested in hearing all the science and how to examine a foot and ankle. They just want to know how many people can I get into an orthotic and what's my margin going to be on that. And if you were speaking to that audience, it probably would have gone over their head. And so the audience matched up with, with you and you match up with the audience. So it works out really well. And it's the same way for our audience of chiropractors listening to this show when they get to their community, if they prove, like, I think as a doctor, like we are doctors And we have to understand that our marketing and positioning cannot be the same as other businesses that are like car salesmen or clothes sales or jewelry, whatever it may be. Pick your business outside of healthcare. You know, as a doctor, you have to come at it from a different angle. You can't come across as marketing and salesy. You got to come across as an expert and understanding it. Now, you talking to a group of evidence-based chiropractors, you're going to throw a lot more science at it than if I go out to my community, I could probably recreate about 80% of what you said. Like I've got a pretty good working knowledge of it, but not, not as much as you. But I wouldn't want to say those same things that you said to an evidence-informed group of chiropractors that are educated. I wouldn't want to say those same things if I went and did a talk at a company of lay people, right? Like it would just, (laughs) they wouldn't care, right? So as a doctor, you got to go in there with a level of of definitely of expertise and know-how, but then you're going to have to level it down a little bit and talk in terms they can understand to where they still look at you as the expert and you're not coming off as salesy and, and marketing but you're also not talking over their head. So I think that's something that our audience needs to understand. And I think that's where the, if we can bridge that gap from, okay, you teaching the science to chiropractors and them really understanding the science of the foot. And then also those chiropractors being able to take that science, distill it down to the community. I think that's where the perfect bridge would be. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. And I think your interpretation of how I geared that talk towards doctors was to speak directly to that audience, that that group of evidence-based doctors who I knew would be, oh God, not another orthotic salesman, Correct. which I'm not. And if I just wanted to make money, believe me, I probably have enough knowledge that I could have done that and could sell a lot more. But that's that's not what we're trying to accomplish. I want long-term, I want that group of doctors who understand the process really well. 
understand how to how to evaluate their patients and what to use, when to use it. Again, it, orthotics are a process. There's a lot of different materials and things to consider. There's a lot of different things to consider about gait, uh, which is the most important thing. You can look at a foot all day in space and see relationships, but you know, the gate video that we ask for or that you do, if you're capable and understand how to fill out an orthotic script, you can look at that and say, hey, you know, we, we don't have subtalar joint pronation and, and terminal stance due to this uh, Morton's toe or whatever, whatever is offloading the foot and getting you to recognize those things. So when you talk to your patient, even though you may not specifically gear it towards the lay public, I talk very frankly with mine and I would tell them, and I would say, what does this mean for you? Well, it just means you're not towing off. You're not getting your weight onto your, you know, that 60% of your weight is at the very end of uh, push off is 60% of the weight of your body is moved towards, you know, the big toe, the hallux for propulsion. If you can't do that, there's a lot of reasons that happens. Let's determine which one it is. Let's determine what we can do to the shell to change that because that's what orthotics do. They offload pain and they change gait parameters. And that's what we're trying to teach. So it can get very, very heady, very, very confusing and in-depth. I'm trying to make it more palatable from the ground up. But, uh, you know, I presented a little bit of that and I saw a lot of head spin. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's complicated stuff. Yeah, it is, but you all are capable of learning it. It's, 100%. It's just how good a teacher is Wiedemeyer. I mean, I have to really up my game to take what I have and give it to you, just like you would talk to the public in a certain way or a patient. I have to talk to you doctors and realize that I don't want to talk over your head and seem like some guy, some pedantic ass. I, I want really want you to learn this and I want you to use me as a resource and see me as your friend in all this. And if that garners your interest and your respect, hopefully you, you'll utilize my lab and I grow. So it's a win-win that I've always thought of doing it this way. But it's interesting that you saw all these things that, and basically, I think, gave me the thumbs up and said, hey, this is interesting. You're doing it right, Dave. Yeah. And I think you are. And I, and I, you know, the Facebook group you have is a good start as far as educating, but imagine if you had a, um, you know, like obviously Bobby and I have the chiropractic success Academy and we have a platform where the information is all there. You don't have to search and and things like that. Imagine if you had a a really well-developed, but easy to consume learning center or Academy for chiropractors where it's all right there, like evaluation of this evaluation of that, different things like that. And then even a section in there that's for how do you translate this to the, to the lay person or the public? Like for instance, one of the unintended consequences that I had when I launched the orthotics was I, I shot a series of two videos about the foot and ankle. And I can't tell you how many people that reached out to me. It's like, Oh, I didn't know you treated foot and ankle stuff. And so they came in for care. They didn't necessarily buy orthotics, but they came in for foot and ankle conditions. I did one, which I felt like was actually a pretty good short video. It was like three minutes. And I just said, I just basically went over the different signs of the foot of like dysfunction, right? Like a Hagwin's deformity or a Taylor's bunny and a regular bunny and all the different things that you can visualize on a foot that's problematic and what maybe that's causing. And I really leveled it down because my audience was the patient, obviously. And I want I didn't want to go into all this crazy science, but by just shooting that video, people are like, oh wow, he he knows like how to assess the foot and ankle and he treats foot and ankle. And so I had people come in. 
So you could, you could even have a part of your academy that was ideas and strategies on how to position yourself as the expert in foot and ankle in the community. And that can open up a whole other patient population for those chiropractors. You know, that's a huge point because in my area, I became that guy. I had orthopedists and and DPMs who didn't want to deal with things that were non-surgical who would send people to me for evaluation. And a lot of times that segued into them uh, seeking chiropractic care. They had this guy that, oh, this chiropractor. And, and, you know, they were usually, uh, I was very thorough and uh, gave a lot of my time because, you know, I was financially, let's face it, if you spend a half hour and really, really evaluate an orthotic patient, and I, I don't mind saying sharing what I charge for a pair of orthotics, but when I was in practice, I charged $500. But for that $500, if I had to give them at least a half hour of my time, looking at their foot and evaluating, they realized how thorough I was. So when they had back pain, guess who they came to? So it was was a real win-win. So I think, you know, whatever your specialties are, you have chiropractors getting, you know, CCSP and different things. I think a lot of us in that evidence-based category are very, very interested in extremities. They're interested in, in, in the lower extremity. The problem is, and this, I don't mean this to sound sound bad, but a lot of the stuff that I see out there really isn't valuable. And a lot of it's questionable. You know, we could do a whole segment or I could do a whole thing at a a seminar on the barefoot industry. And uh, I'm a guy that was really involved in that. And from the perspective that I just didn't think it was a panacea and also didn't think it was, you know, heretic. I just believed that there wasn't enough evidence at the time that everyone started advocating this. And as the studies came in, we found out, honestly, that they were injured at about the same rate and this and that. And then when the studies came out, we saw the market, believe it or not, for minimal issues, et cetera, go down 70%. Oh, I don't doubt it. In about a four-month period. I don't know if it's four months or a year. I'd have to check my stats. So, So my thing is, let's not follow gurus. Let's not follow trends, but let's base ourselves and root ourselves in science. If If science says that this particular modification or the orthotics are not an indication for this particular thing. Even if you think it'll help a patient, tell the patient that, you know, I don't know this is going to help you. I had people show up at my office with bags of orthotics and I'd say, what makes you think another orthotic is going to be the answer? That's how I roll. I'm just very, very candid with my patients, with you guys about things and then sometimes I'd see it and look at the orthotics and go, my God, this is completely wrong for your foot. I think I can do better. So it works both ways. But the bottom line, having the foundation, having the skill to look at that foot and really evaluate them and say, you know, this may be your best option along with, you know, Dr. Christie's uh, rehab protocols or whatever. And by the way, I'm a big fan of using rehab in conjunction with the orthotic to help that patient. I don't think that a custom orthotic is for every patient. I also don't think it's a panacea, but if you choose wisely, <laughs> if you choose, I see, wisely, I see what you did there. You see what I did there? <laughs> if you choose wisely, uh, your success and the ratio of that success goes way up. And I'll, I'll tell you this, when people had chronic and I got all the chronic nasty cases, no one wanted to deal with. And I would look right at the patient and say, if I can improve that condition 50%, would you be okay with that? And I always started really low when I knew it was gonna, going to do better, uh, mainly with chronic plantar fasciosis 
patients. You know, after a period of time, it's just less effective. Everything you do is less effective. And I would tell them that. And I've had patients that one guy in particular stands out, uh, ex-military, nice guy, great big strapping young man. Uh, we became very close. Uh, he became a chiropractic patient. If you looked at him and thought he's debilitated, he can't even he, he cannot even get back in the military. He can't get these government jobs that he's qualified for due to his service. All he wanted to do was dance with his wife at his wedding, and it took months. But with that orthotic and with his continued rehab he was doing with chiropractors and PTs, this guy today is like 99% pain-free. And I used utilized a, a podiatrist in there who did some other things for him with that orthotic, with the PT and Cairo, they were getting like ART. But the bottom line, some of these people never get better. But under my care, you know, me being part of the team, and I think team play is important in chronic cases, this guy is, and he was one of the people that put up a big Google review for me. This guy danced at his wedding. He's, I believe he's going to be working for Homeland Security now, which was huge. So the bottom line, I would, I would just say that I would like to ethically and honestly give all of the doctors that are interested in what I have very freely. And the hope there is that they, when they consider using an orthotic lab and learning about this subject, that they consider me. How can they find you? Well, the website is going to be under construction, all new stuff. We will have products on there with names, but of course, you have to keep in mind that orthotics are a process. We can build any, any type of shell using the available materials any type of modifications, et cetera. So that's just a base idea. And what we do with the consult is help you with any modifications or changes or specific needs. But the, the website is Solutions Lab, S-O-L-E-L-U-T-I-O-N-S lab.com and Solutions Lab at Gmail. On, on Facebook under David G. Wiedemeyer, D.C., that's my business account for chiropractors. And, and what's your Facebook group? It's called Solutions Lab Orthotic Discussion Group, I believe. I'm sure they'll be able to find it from there. And we haven't done a lot with that yet. We will. Yes, we, we will. roll this out and I'll make this, yeah. A, a lot of this stuff will be up there and I'll be giving away a lot of short, brief tips and things like that to help you. You know, all about education. And as you mentioned, we will eventually have a learning center. Based on membership would be people that use the lab. I'm not going to charge you extra for that. I'll give you guys whatever you need, basically. It, it, it's just exciting to me to see interest like your, your office uh, coming in. Because I know how, how I know a little bit about you <laughs> now in a big way. Like you said, we communicate a lot. So when it, someone like you is really looking at me and getting involved, that's what drives me. Definitely. And I'm excited to, to try to help out as much as I can. Um, I want to wrap up the show by just kind of bringing it to the chiropractor and what they can do in their community. And I think where this can get exciting for them is, is by learning the foot and ankle from you. And I've kind of mentioned it already, but if they can get really positioned well, as far as understanding the foot and ankle, they can definitely have some good marketing and content around the foot and ankle and establish themselves as the local foot and ankle expert and fill that, that void that the orthopedists and the podiatrists aren't doing in a lot of ways, because a lot of times they go to the podiatrist for it and it's an injection 
or it's whatever it is, right? Um, it's not a lot of manual therapy. There's no uh, manipulation. There's no gait training. Usually there's no rehab exercises with it. So if they can fill that void and they can do some good content education-based marketing around the foot and ankle, not only will that help drive potentially if they get into the orthotics with you and, and do that, but it's also going to drive new patients into their practice existing patients into their practice that didn't realize they were foot and ankle experts and you're going to increase their overall patient base and then find a new niche within their community as as the expert with that and so it really has a lot of long-term practice growth involved in it so i think it's an exciting time to not only be able to start doing that in your community but to also link up with a certified podorthist that has all this expertise like yourself and be able to bridge that gap for them. So um, I thank you for that. Do you have any last uh, words based on what I said there or what we've talked about today? Well, I think you hit it on a very important point is, and we don't think about how much we, we rely on our feet. And I hate to use the old, you know, orthotic marketing adage that <laughs> take 12,000 steps a day and look, your foot and ankle, the function they provide, the mobility what they allow us to do every day, no one questions how important that is in, until you have a problem. And sometimes being able to spot problems even before they arise can be beneficial and helpful. So the bottom line, the more you understand about that, it certainly made a very distinct and, and separate thrust to my practice that led me to where I am and, and what I'm trying to do with you guys, with other colleagues, et cetera. And I'm not going to limit it to chiropractors. I think it's very missing in, in the PT field as well. And a lot of what I see being taught or being offered, et cetera, really isn't the type of thing that's, that's going to provide significant growth. I'm hoping that what I'm trying to do and build and what you're thank, uh, very grateful for, I'm very grateful to you for, is to build that is going to be very, very beneficial to chiropractors and uh, hopefully the feedback will be that, uh, you know, thank God for Kevin bringing this, this poor sap along who doesn't understand marketing and everything else. But I think having you and other people, you know, Bobby at FTCA has been instrumental in getting my name out there. And I have to, I have to thank him and I have to thank you for the interest and introducing me. And uh, let's see what we can build in 2019 to help chiropractors add that extra thing to their practice. It sets them apart. Absolutely. I think you said it great. And I, you know, I truly appreciate your time today. Uh, thank you. I really appreciate you, Kevin. Believe me. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Modern Chiropractic Marketing Show with Dr. Kevin Christie. Tune in next week for another episode that will enhance your marketing, business, and practice growth. Also, don't forget to subscribe to Dr. Christie's Modern Desk Jockey podcast and share with your desk-sitting patients. In the Modern Desk Jockey, Dr. Christie provides health and wellness best practices from some of the leading experts in the corporate wellness industry. Remember, chiropractic practice isn't easy, but it shouldn't be overwhelming. Keep leveling up.